0: Some people are asking, what is Husband, Father, Man? Well, stay tuned and you'll find out. I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a man. Do you understand? Half of my life is unplanned. Most of the time I don't know what's next until I get a phone call or maybe a text saying... Hello and welcome to the Husband, Father, Man show. So a lot of people kind of wonder what that is and so I thought I'd do a U-turn and go back to the basics and let everybody know what husband father man is all about so um I'll begin with its origins it started back in 2015 uh, when I was looking uh, for a new direction to go in Uh, I wanted to come off of my job and um you know I was really into podcasting I was liking what I was seeing and I was thinking of uh you know, different things that I had to bring to the table. And so I said to myself, I was like, okay, what am I uh, passionate about? And what uh, areas do I feel I have uh, experience and and some expertise in that I could share with others to help them along on their journey? And so I thought about it. I'm uh, passionate about marriage, uh, about parenting. And about manhood because, um, you know, I've been through a lot of things um, navigating my journey as a man. And that's something that I've used with success uh, with younger men, with mentoring over the years. And so I felt I had a lot to bring to the table. So at first I was just thinking about marriage. But then I said to myself, I'm like, self, do we want to box ourselves in? Because with just marriage, that's all everyone is expecting, and that's all I can talk about. But I knew that there were more things on the table for me, and so I prayed about it, and I thought about it, and I kind of went back and forth with different ideas, and and so I thought about it in a more practical sense. Uh, These are the three hats that I wear. I wear uh, my husband hat, my uh, father hat, and my man hat. And so I just thought about that. It's one of those things to where sometimes we can get caught up in one and the others suffer. And so for me, I, I've always tried to make sure I cover the spread evenly you know, I don't want to be a great father, but then my wife is like, uh, you are not a good husband. And, you know, I don't want to be a good husband. And my kids are like, dad sucks, you know, all of that stuff. Or I don't want to be uh, someone who is not, um, living an example of what a real man looks like. And so, um, over the years, I've always just tried to make sure that I focused on wearing those hats well, and that nothing gets sacrificed. So I, you know, I would pay attention to those things and try to uh, better myself in each area, or even keep up a standard worth passing along. And so, as I continue to think about what what would I call this podcast? Then I came up with uh, husband, father, man. But actually, it was kind of vice versa uh, because I was looking at my walk and who I am. I was a man first, then I was a father, and then I was married. And so at first I was looking um, to get a website and everything called man, father, husband. But that was taken. And so then I kind of went in the reverse order. I went with husband, father, man, because I looked at it now as, um, me as a husband that takes precedent, precedent, is that the right way to say that? But that, uh, took priority. I know that's correct. So I'll go with priority. So, um, that took priority over, uh, fatherhood and manhood. Now, just let me explain before everybody like, no, you a man first and don't let that. No, what I'm saying is that, um, now that I was married, it's not just about me anymore. It's about, uh, me and my wife. Uh, we work as a team to get us from point A to point B. And so that's where most of my time and effort and, uh, uh... you know the direction of most things came from with us and then as a father that kind of trickles down with um, when we're taking care of business what direction we're going in how do we raise our children uh... what direction do we go in with that scenario and then as a man then that was me holding the line so to speak to where i'm like hey I'm a man and a real man takes care of his uh, wife and children, but he also uh, continues to be who God has called him to be. And so I was like, okay, I can go with that because this is uh, a lot of territory can be covered here and I'm not boxed in to just marriage. And so that's how husband, father, man came about in 2015. And so uh, it's been out here for a while, but um, it's been a back and forth uh, kind of situation. Uh, Most of it was videos. I I post my videos on my uh, husband, father, man, YouTube channel. I have a website, but, you know, that was uh, not maintained well because I am not the tech guy. I am the content guy. And so within that, it was a lot of situations to where I was not having great success with loading things or understanding things with that, and so it slowed the process. So just fast forward to now, this is kind of a reboot. It's kind of a reboot, a restart, rebranding all of these good things to uh, take it to the next level with getting it out here to other uh, social platforms. To um, just trying to uh, get it out here to where people know about it, and people can use the uh, information and resources to uh, help them in their marriage, is in their marriages uh, with their parenting and with manhood and womanhood because you can learn different things here Uh, this is just from a man's perspective but there are a lot of things that I talk about with personal growth there are things that I talk about that uh, can help women uh, with their journey and women uh, womanhood uh, also you can better understand your husband as you go along also Um, I can give you information on what your husband needs and why he reacts certain kind of ways. So it's beneficial for everyone. And so it's not just, uh, oh, well, uh, I'm not married or I don't have children, but still there are things here for personal growth that you may hear something that may not necessarily apply to your situation, but it may be some helpful advice Or resources that you could pass along to someone else so it's not just a personal journey but it's also something uh, for you to be able to help pass along to others and so that's why I'm here I hope that uh, it provides something in those arenas to help people uh, go to the next level (laughs) because uh, when it comes to marriage um, Marriage is a rough one. Marriage is a very rough one uh, because you're coming together with a with a whole nother person. You've lived your life how you've lived your life and saw fit. And so have they. And now all of a sudden you're going to come together and create a life together. Hmm. Not It's it's easier said than done, because after the wedding, After you have said all of your lovely, wonderful vows to one another in front of your friends and family, and it's just so great, now comes the reality check. Now comes uh, dealing with someone who um, has different morals and different values. We both have different upbringings and things like that on how we handle finances, on how we uh deal with uh bills how we view credit cards how we view debt how we uh view how we should interact with one another uh it's just so many things what, what should come first a vacation or a house all of these different things so now you have to come together with someone and you can't just say uh i want to go buy that car there has to be a discussion. There has to be um unity because once again, when you're married, uh, you have to uh, it's your money, my money is it's our money, all of this good stuff. It's not just a um, um, you on this journey alone. And so that's very difficult. but we don't look at it that way a lot of times. I know when I came into our marriage, I was the typical person where I'm thinking about, hey, this is how I'm thinking this marriage is going to go. This is what I'm expecting from you. And here are a couple of things I'm bringing to the table. But we always, most of the time, we think about how we view marriage and we never take the time to say, okay, what is my spouse thinking about marriage. How are they thinking this should go? And that's where the problem comes in at. We start clashing on these different uh, ideals and what direction we should go in and how this should happen and how that should happen. And most of the time, sadly, uh, many people don't make it past that because uh, some feel that if their needs are not being met, then it's time to get a divorce. But in our vows, we said that till death do us part. So that means that when things aren't working out, you don't turn on each other. You're not enemies. You have to figure it out together to make sure that you're able to uh, honor your vows, honor God, keep God in the midst of things. That's number one. But overall, the thing is that. When you made those vows, till death do us part, uh, the divorce was not on the table. Divorce should not be an option anymore. Now, I know some people like, well, hold up now. What if somebody is getting abused and all these things? I, I understand those things, and I would never tell anyone to stay in an abusive marriage or abusive situation or or any of those things. But I'm just talking about the normal run of the mill things where we are being uh, basically immature and we want to play the blame game or we want to play the uh, you're not doing what I told you to do and my needs aren't being met. And so I don't think this is going to work out, you know, things like that, that, that's not what it's about. That's, that is not what marriage is. What marriage is, is when we are not where we're supposed to be uh, on one accord, that we come to the table and fix it. And that's always been my thing. I mean, we've been in those situations. Uh, I like to be transparent. Um, that's what you're going to get here at husband, father, man. I like to be very transparent. I mean, we've been in those situations. We've been married almost 22 years and we have been in that situation where I didn't know if we were going to make it. The D word was thrown around and I know some of you are like, what is that D word? And others are like, it's obvious it's divorce. The D word, come on, you know? And so That's the thing. We've been through that. We've had that word thrown around. We've gone to counseling. We've done all of these things um, to bring things back in order. And I'll tell you, I I didn't like those feelings, but I tried to make sure that I. Don't get into that mindset to where it's like, hey, I tried my best, but I guess we're going to have to go ahead and get a divorce or anything like that. I try to think about the value of my family. I mean, because, yes, I could uh, get a divorce and go out here and start over and regroup and all this good stuff and have and live my life successfully. And she could do the same. But. In the back of my mind, I'm like, why would I do that? This is my life. My wife and my children, this is my life here. This is the road that I chose. So why would I want to live without them? And so for me, I try to keep that out in front and and say, hey, since divorce is not an option, I'm not planning on being miserable with my spouse the rest of my life. So we have to fix this. So if it's something I'm doing wrong Hey, I'm willing to work on it. If it's something she's doing wrong, she needs to be willing to work on it. It is not. It's never one sided. Always remember, we have things we need from one another. So if I'm pointing the finger at my wife and saying, hey, you're doing this, this and this and this needs to change. Believe you me. She has a list on me of things I need to change so we can never be so self-centered or selfish to just be like, oh, it's you. And when you fix yourself, things will be better. And if not, I'm leaving. No, we, we can't do that one. We can't do that one. And as I said, we've been in those spaces and it was not fun. It was not good. And, you know, so we did what we had to do to get away from those things and so that's my mindset and heart set, to do everything that i can to uh keep my marriage together so i can uphold what uh my vows before god and the world till death do us part and i encourage her to do the same now i can't control my wife and and make her uphold everything but what i am saying is it should be a team effort and so you know that's why here when it comes to uh, marriage you're going to get the real deal i'm very transparent and i try to give uh helpful advice that you know has helped keep my marriage together over the years and hope that uh it can help you do the same and now when we look at parenting here at husband, father, man, parenting is another one of those things that is kind of like marriage as well, because everybody has different parenting styles. Everybody was raised in different ways. And so you have to take that into account and find a happy medium. You know, I remember early on in our marriage, we face some of those things because I was raised in a household where when I was younger, I got whoopings and she got punishments. And when we got married and we started having kids and she punishment, I'm like, what is this? What is this punishment you speak of? I've, I've never heard of such a thing. When when there were issues, the belt was brought forth. And that was my mindset. I'm like, so punishment, what are you talking about? And so we used to clash over that because (laughs) I would be telling her when the kids were doing certain things, uh, babe, you need to tap them hands and tap them legs. And she would be telling me stop whooping the kids. And I'm like, no, you, you know, so we kind of went back and forth. Who are you to tell me not to whoop my kids? And she was like, who are you to tell me to whoop them? And so you know, there, there were those things that we had to contend with. Um, also, we, we had boys early on, you know, so we've got these boys and, and, you know, certain things that she would be looking at and it should go this way. And it's like, no, they are boys. And I was a boy once and now I'm a man. So, you know, I should take the lead on this. Trust me, babe. And so we had those issues as well. But the thing of it is, when you have these issues, it doesn't become a, it shouldn't become a, well, this is what I'm doing with my children. They're not your children. They're our children. So when it comes to those things, neither one of us can just sit up and tell the other one. Oh, no, I'm getting ready to do this or it's going that way and that's just that and all of that. You can't do that. These are my children, too. And so we, we have to be conscious of those things and mindful and say, hey, as a parent, what is our job overall? You know, overall, as a parent, our job is to uh, instill good moral values uh, well, good morals and good values, uh, traditions. Uh, we, we have to make sure Christ is at the center of the teaching to show them how they uh, ought to live in a, uh, from a good, loving Christian household and things like that. And so we instill everything that they will need to be, to, uh, you know, be a productive member of society. You want your children. You prepare them for launch. You prepare them for like when the birds. Uh, you prepare them for flight. And you know the birds. Once the birds get to a certain age and they're in the nest, you know they they talk about how the the parents kick the babies out of the out of the nest, and they either need to fly or you know that ground is not gonna feel good, and so it's, you know, not that brutal. I know everybody's like, oh, why would you use that example? To me, that's kind of funny. It's like, get out the nest, go on about your business. But we have to teach our children how to go out here and survive. So by the time they leave our house, they should know how to conduct themselves. They should know how to protect themselves. They should know how to fend for themselves. And so instead of us going back and forth over our preferences as a parent or who's right or who's wrong, we have to come to the table and figure out how do we parent together and make sure they have the essentials, not what I want them to have or not what you want them to have, but what is, uh, what is the best thing to, you know, so they can have a good go of it. And so we've had three leave the, the nest so far, and they're doing well for themselves. And so we have three more to go. But uh, uh, as I said, parenting styles, they may differ. They may cause conflict and, and run-ins and things like that, and that's okay. But at the end of the day, we must realize, I think the key thing for us to realize is neither one of us, is higher than the other one neither one of us we are both it took both of us to create our children and so therefore we cannot turn around and tell the other one that I have precedent over you or priority over you and what you say and all these things and so um, again it's about humbling ourselves it's about humbling ourselves and Uh, working together and that's that's hard a lot of times because we once again how we were raised we're like no this needs to happen and this is the best route to go and sometimes you just have to stand down and say is it is it really that big of a deal is this something for me to go to war with my wife about or my husband about we have to really think about these things When it comes to. Comes to parenting. I mean all of these things are. uh, Sensitive topics. Sensitive situations. They cause. uh, Spirited discussions. And passions to overflow. But I believe. At the end of the day. We both want. What's best for our children. And so. With wanting what's best for our children. I think that should humble us in a way to where we are willing to come together and um you know go to go to a higher level so to speak and be mature enough to try to work these things out you know with love and compassion for one another and so um those are some of the things you're going to find here with Parenthood as well, you know. uh, I don't hold back. I don't. I try not to play favorites or any of those things. I know some people have favorite kids, and you know, for me, I can honestly say I don't have a favorite. I do not. I know some of you like, yeah, you just lying. For me, I have favorite things or individual things that. I uh, connect with each of my children about so there are certain things that they each do they step on my toes but there are certain things about each one of them that uh, we work well together in that area and I enjoy uh, spending that time or having that relationship with them uh, based on that thing and so uh, that's how I look at it. But I don't look at it like, oh, it's just, this is my favorite one. You know, uh, some of them step on my toes more than others. But, you know, I'm just like, oh, man, I wish they wouldn't do that. And I let them know about themselves. But overall, you know, they're my children and, and I love them all the same. So that's kind of my spiel on it. And now, last but not least, when we look at manhood, who is the man in the mirror? Who is he? Who is the man in the mirror or who is the woman in the mirror? Uh, when it comes to uh, marriage and parenting and all of these things, sometimes we can get lost and lose our identity. I've, I've seen so many times where people have had that discussion where they've talked about losing their identity within their marriage or Uh, taking care of their kids all the time that they don't have anything for themselves and things like that. So it is very important for us to make sure that we do not lose ourselves. And I, I have made sure over the years that I know who I am, that I know who I am. I make sure that doesn't change, you know, unless it's a change for the better. But I I know who I am, and I know I've changed things for the better over the years. As far as uh, the man I am as a husband, or the man I am as a father, who've made those situations better. But I always uh, carve out time for myself. I always carve out, um, you know, special things that I like to do uh, just like this podcast. I love doing the podcast. I love, uh, doing different things in ministry. Um, something I've been doing for the past couple of years is, uh, playing cornhole with, uh, you know, some of my friends and family. I enjoy that. It's, it's relaxing. It, it allows me that downtime, you know, I, um, I enjoy just sitting back watching some of my favorite TV shows. I really enjoy my downtime. And so one of those things is, you know, you have to take care of yourself. I know a lot of times this is true, especially with women, that you dedicate so much time to everything else that you don't have time for yourself or you dedicate all this time to so many other things until you just pass out. And so it's is you you have to regroup and you have to say, hey, sometimes they're just going to have to wait. Sometimes that's going to have to be done tomorrow or sometimes I need to delegate. I need to uh, delegate those responsibilities. And so we have to be mindful of that because I never I never involve myself so much. Now, uh, mind you. With, with me getting ready to say this I was going to say I never involve myself so much that I don't have time for myself or I don't have relaxation and everything and that's not to say that I'm not running all over the place I mean the children have different events going on my wife is telling me hey put that on the calendar or you know things I just may have to take care of so sometimes life is busy But I'll say this. Life should never be that busy that you cannot carve out some downtime for yourself, that you cannot carve out some uh, quiet time to spend with God. That's another thing I was going to say that, uh, you know, I spend spend that quiet time with God in the morning reading through my um, my read through the Bible uh, in a year. You know, I have an ESV version of that, so I make sure I get my daily reading in. Uh, I enjoy working on uh, different, uh, you know, I I preach sermons sometimes. I put together lessons to mentor the youth. Um, And so that that brings me a lot of joy working with those things. And so I don't ever want to get to the point to where, Uh, things are so busy that I'm I'm not giving that time to myself so I always look at my schedule and even if it's busy I'm trying to figure out where am I going to put that downtime where am I going to set aside that time for myself because there are times when I may have certain things going on I may have people I need to get back to with um, information about something and I'll just say you know what I, I can't right now, I can't right now, I need downtime, and I may sit down and watch a movie or something, I'll turn my phone off, or well, turn my ringer off, and I will not answer the phone, I will not deal with anybody for a couple hours until I am refreshed, because those situations are still going to be there, sometimes we're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do it, and, and I know you know, sometimes there are deadlines that have to be met at a certain time, but other times it's just it's just you. You're like, oh, I got to I got to do this and I got to get back with them. And, and that's true. It's, it's important. It's something you need to take care of. But you have to take care of yourself first, because if you are not rested, if you are stressed out all the time, you're not going to be any good to anyone. And so you just have to be mindful of a lot of those things and and take care of yourself and, you know, make sure you're upholding that standard for self. And so that's, you know, that's my thing within this. As I said, this this podcast is all about uh, growth in all of those areas. It's about helping you figure things out along the way, because there are so many people who have been there for me and poured into me and poured into me and my wife into our marriage. uh, And we do a lot ourselves to pour into that. You know, we, we watch videos, we've read books, all of these different things. So I'm a firm believer in doing everything I can to keep things in order and keep things on track. And so if these are some things that sound good to you, if these are some things that you believe in as well, then you come to the right place with husband, father, man. So I hope you uh, join in. Hope you tune in weekly because, as I said, we're rebranding and uh, this is the first podcast as we go forth. Uh, still uh, working out a few kinks on the website um, because I'm redoing it. And so. That'll be up shortly and then we can just go from there. So I hope you just tune in weekly and that um, you hear something that is very helpful that may help you in certain areas. So with that being said, I'm signing off from this episode. So husband, father, man is out and you have yourself a great day. The kids are from soccer, grab some cake mix, and you know I only use Betty Crocker. Also grab some milk and some eggs, some sugar.